Hello and welcome to the Extreme Cinema Podcast with me, Alexander Sternberg, and Dom Loach. How you been doing, Dom? I have been great, Sterny. How have you been? I have been good. What the fuck did we watch <laughs> today, Dom? One of the most insane films that exists. It is Ricky O, the story of Ricky. And Ricky O, the story of Ricky, which is about Ricky Ho. <laughs> Wait, who is totally Ricky Ho, who is totally invincible and unambiguously always good and is never in any kind of danger whatsoever throughout the entirety of the film, and it's also fucking brilliant. Yeah, this film is genuinely amazing. I bet a lot of people listening to this have never even heard of this, never mind seen it. Well, to the people who are listening and haven't heard of this, get your fucking friends around, go watch this movie. It is an absolute blast it is this absolutely mental mental martial arts movie with just has zero logic to what's going on and it's just insane shit after insane shit happens and it's great this is like the perfect get people around and watch it kind of film that's not terrible like it's a fantastic film this is the second time me and you have watched it, I believe, and this is unless you've seen it without me, and it's the first time we've seen it solo, and it's great solo. I was kind of expecting it to be like, oh, it's going to lose something. I mean, it does lose something if you're not watching it with a big group, but I still enjoyed it. It was a great film. Yeah, the first time I watched this was with was at uni with like a big group of people, and it was that was a hell of an experience. To be fair, just screaming at the television because sort of every scene has something to just go what what on earth is (laughs) is happening this is um i I guess this is like the first properly intentionally over the top funny film we've talked about like maybe necromantic but necromantic yeah but this is so much more over the top than even that craziness like I mean, the, the kind of obvious, I mean, it's based on a manga, so, and, so the kind of comparison's kind of fairly obvious, but it's like an anime, but live action, and that's really quite impressive. Yeah, like, think of the most insane anime you know, and, like, the most, like, brutal as well. It's, this is on the Extreme Cinema oh, podcast yeah. for a reason. Like, this is not, is this like, the... Is this the goriest film of all time? It may well be, like... Because, and full spoilers, I was reading that um, the main actor, Su Won Fan, who plays Ricky, he couldn't get the blood off him for three days after filming the last scene. Oh my god. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It really does not surprise me at all. And, like, all the kills are so... They're not only imaginative, but, like, they have... The people who wrote and directed this just have something not on in their brains to think of logic. So it's like, like, then no one is ever trapped in this entire film. Like, he's in a room. Oh, he just punches through the side of the wall. <laughs> like, full spoilers of the, I mean, whatever. But, like, at the end of the film, he just punches the side of the prison wall and escapes. And you go, you could, <laughs> you could have done that at the very start, Ricky. Yeah, but he needed to kill everyone, Sturdy. Could it, it didn't just want to escape, like. Yeah, you needed, you needed to murder the, the gang of four. The gang of four. And everybody else as well. <laughs> it's so sort of unashamedly cliched as well. Like, it hits every beat. And Ricky O is this sort of, not only completely invincible, 
but he's just so unambiguously good. Like, he's against the drugs. He doesn't like the drugs. He doesn't want to kill anyone, even though he kills a lot of people, but he doesn't want to kill a lot of people. He teaches the mute kid how to play a flute. <laughs> he does. Like, <laughs> so, like, it, it's just such a cartoon in the best possible way. And it's just really engaging because of it. Like, you kind of watch this hideously gory film with just a smile on your face. Like, even the prison gangsters are just evil for the sake of it, basically. No one has any motivations except for being evil for the sake of oh, it. Oh, no, there's literally no real... I mean, there's characters, obviously, but they're literally the most one-dimensional thing you'll ever see, but that's... It doesn't matter, ever, at all. Like... <laughs> oh, and, and the thing is, as well, right, it's just... It's a good film. Like, it's just a genuinely good film. Oh, yeah, it's genuinely incredible. Like, it, it's... Martial arts is great. Yeah. It's really impressive fights, and the, uh, d the directing and editing as well, it's really quite spot on. Yeah, and the gar effects are fantastic as well. Like, so over-the-top amazing. Just the makeup in general, like, um, the the assistant warden's eye and stuff. I mean, everything is just insane. And all the actors look like they're having a blast. Like, in the fight in the kitchen, someone's just been killed. <laughs> and there's a bit where it's like, we've got to help Ricky. And one of the three people who says that just looks like he's going to start cracking up at a moment's <laughs> notice. Like, his friend has just died, and he looks like he's about to burst into laughter at just how insane everything is. Oh, I need... To, one of my favourite aspects of this film I need to talk about is um, <laughs> Ricky O's backstory of... His name is Rick. And then, <laughs> to make him... Uh, because he's seen as a good person, they change his name to Ricky because it seems more suitable. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> like it's. I, I love. In all the flashbacks as well, he wears the dorkiest clothes, but he looks the same. Like, even though he's been to, like, a school kid in, like, this, like, dorky school kid outfit, he's. They haven't even tried to age him down. Yeah, I also love the reveal that he has multiple bullets in him that he just doesn't remove. <laughs> Their souvenirs. Their souvenirs. It's the greatest thing. <laughs> no one, just no questioning any of it. <laughs> Why would? He? No, this man is invincible. He gets buried for over a week and is just chill. Like, <laughs> like, like he gets in in like the first fight scene he's in. He gets just a nail put through him, and he's like, just, just does. It's not even slightly painful for him. No, there's there's never any doubt. It works because the film does not give a fuck. There's never any doubt if he will live <laughs> until the end. <laughs> like, oh, he's trapped in a cage and this thing's coming down. Just go through, go through the cell. I look. <laughs> Jump for the wall. Oh, he's in. He's been encased in concrete. Oh no, wait. He's just been wanting. He's just been waiting for the warden to get there to burst out. <laughs> oh, oh my god, the warden! Holy shit, <laughs> the warden. I also love how it's, it's um, so fucking good. It's set in the far-flung future of two thousand and one, where all jails are privatized. Two thousand and one, and the <laughs> yeah, the, the the futuristic science fiction concept of private prisons. I hope this never happens. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Occasionally, it will remember it's got political commentary in it, and the warden will be like, "Make sure they don't starve." Prison labor, now that they're all private, is the is the best labor, and also we can abuse them because it's private. <laughs> it's almost like the the filmmakers also remembered as like shit. Make him say something that. Like... Well, it's a Hong Kong film, right? And I'm like, 
it can't be a coincidence that they're called the Gang of Four. Like, that's got to be based on a Zhang King or a Madame Mao and her her little cabal during the Cultural Revolution. But it's just such a weird decision. Yeah, like... Apparently, uh, in the English dub, they're called, like, the Four Heavenly Angels or some shit. The four, or the Four Heavenly Kings. I watched about five minutes of the English dub today because I thought I'd seen it subbed before. And I thought, okay, I hear the dub's awful. Let's watch, you know, bad anime-type movie or good anime-type movie with bad dub. It'll add to it. It was unbearable. I turned it off in five minutes. I couldn't stand any of oh, it. Oh, wow. I've not... I've only ever watched it subbed. Because I'm not even that of a purist. Yeah, I... But if you say it, it's, like, horrible. Well, I am I am pretty purist, but I thought it would be funny to watch it with a bad dub, but it, it wasn't funny. I was like, I actually just, it was still the first scene when they're like, you know, when he's like, the bullets are souvenirs. <laughs> and I'm still like, I can't actually watch this film. Like, it's just, I, you can't get engaged in it, but it's a bad English dub. What do you expect? Exactly. Like, they can be really fun, though, is the thing, like you said. Like, sometimes there's that hilarious, like, aspect of them just completely going over the obvious lip sync and everything but if it's that egregious then <laughs> i watched um because it it was really weird because i couldn't find his film subbed and then i recommended it to my friend who likes dubbed movies and they said they couldn't find it dubbed <laughs> it was um enters the 36 chambers guess why i watched that um and it the sub the like dub was st- kind of really fun to watch it in i mean i would have rather watched it subtitled but it was just the fact that the lips don't there's not even a connection between the words and the lips is kind of funny yeah exactly that's a good film by the way everyone should watch it with with this film like it's we might seem like we're not talking about plot much but honestly it does not matter Nothing matters. What's that, the, plot. what's the plot of this well, movie? Well, he's like Rikio gets there. There is his like sentence for ten years because he kills a crime lord. Oh, the backstory yeah, with yeah. his like unbelievably idyllic life before. Yeah, because like they accidentally, well, not accidentally, like inadvertently kill his girlfriend or something like that. Like I saw this two days ago and I forgot the backstory. <laughs> No, 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 the drug dealer's the girlfriend, uh, like, runs off the building escaping the drug dealer, so Rikio revenges That's the it. drug dealers. That's it, yes. And he just, he just takes bullets, like, they just shoot him, and he just walks to the wards, and, like, the bullets are no big deal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Or R- Ricky Ho, as it were, but fortunately, Uncle Ghost trained him by throwing styrofoam tombstones. Yes, that's the, that's the uh, uncle who uh, named him Ricky. Uncle Ghost. Uncle Ghost, who named him Ricky because Rick wasn't cool enough a name. <laughs> <laughs> I love those tombstones because they just don't fly. Like, he's throwing the tombstones at him and he's, you know, punching them and, you know, turning them into dust, but they just don't fly like they're made of stone. They fly like they're made, like, you can see the wind resistance on them. It's hilarious. Oh, it's incredible. It's like something from Black Dynamite, but, like, th- this sits in a weird place of it's the perfect. It's obviously meant to be hilarious, and but also it's. But it's not ironic. It's not ironic at all. It's completely sincere. <laughs> it's sincere, but it knows it's ridiculous, and it's leaning into that ridiculousness. And you don't get a lot of films that hit that tone anymore because everything has to be self-referential, and this isn't self-referential, and that's what makes it so good. Yeah, I think that's that's like the the death of humor that came with like 
what is it, scary movie films and stuff like that, where everything has to be self-referential now. I don't know if it's scary movie films, but I think everything has sort of... God, the toe. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy films. I mean, frankly, they're the best Marvel films. Yes. Um, because they are different to the Marvel films. But everything now goes for the tone of Guardians of the Galaxy. It sort of did what the Dark Knight did to, for ruining mid 2000s to mid 2010s films. Guardians of the Galaxy has kind of ruined a lot of blockbusters since it came out. Yeah. Because things don't hit that. You know what did hit this tone right? No, not Not anywhere near the same level. But it was sort of doing the same thing. Fury Road. Okay, yeah. I get what you mean, yeah. Obviously, way less funny. You're not laughing in Fury yeah, Road. Yeah, Like, all the insane shit's happening, and it knows it's insane. It's leaning into the insanity, like, the you know, the doof warrior and whatnot. But it's, it's, it, it's leaning into that, and it's, like, funny, but it's not, like... Look how silly we are, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It, it, it acts totally sincere. That's very true. It. I think Fury Road was even more sincere. <laughs> oh, no, significantly. Yeah. But in modern days, that's the... I mean, what, the Sharknado sequels, like, kind of go for that tone? There's just not much of a comparison with this and, frankly, anything. No, true. And this was, like, what, 1991 it came out? 91. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? Because um, this was this film was a major influence, apparently, on the Mortal Kombat games. Imagine if uh, this director, Lam Naikai, uh, did a Mortal Kombat film. Oh, my How God. How amazing would that be? This is what a Mortal Kombat film should be if like. He'd have done the new one, which I've not seen yet, so I can't judge. But, I mean, it's not going to be great, is it? But... <laughs> like... I mean, who would have seen it if it didn't come out in the second cinema? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I defend the Paul W.S. Anderson one as a perfectly alright film. The first one, not Annihilation. Yeah, but, like, this tone but, and this, like, insanity would have been perfect for it. With this gore effects and this directing of the martial arts sequences being actually good. Oh, yes. Like, actually a good way of showing it. Uh, can we talk about how the water is just the Hulk it, as well? <laughs> He just turns into the Hulk at the end, completely out of nowhere, and it gets put for a meat yeah, grinder. Yeah, no. Like, what? What the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> and, and why is the um, assistant warden literally Kim Jong Un? Oh yeah, like the haircut and the like stocky body. And this is ninety one, so obviously Kim Jong Un was possibly even no would have been a child still. But like, it's just so weird. Like, the second he comes on, you just think Kim Jong-un? Yeah, way before Kim Jong-un. So, did Ricky O predict the future? <laughs> I love the, cause I love his, the cartoonish way he's introduced, where he's got, like, the banquet in front of him and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a joke of a movie. I love, um, because I like to... And also, like, after, the Gang of Four. Yeah, I know. After I've, um watched the movies i do like to like go on wikipedia and read the plots and see how they sum them up i love how every fight is just like and ricky easily thwarts the like that's the end of every sentence like... <laughs> <laughs> and, and ricky takes several lethal blows and none of it matters yeah <laughs> nothing matters in this movie like Ricky gets crushed and he's fine. Ricky gets buried the fuck alive for, for a, a week. week and is just okay. 
That seems really interesting to me because the female prisoner scorpion series did that as well, which is way before this and way before the manga, that they just bury her alive and she's also like, do it. And then they dig her up the next day. So she's only buried alive one day. Wikio's buried alive for seven days and then she's just alive. And so that's Rikyo it. also eat dog. Just okay. <laughs> literally eats dog meat. <laughs> You know what I love, right? I was look, I looked at the Blu-ray and there's a new Blu-ray coming out from 88 Films, which is crazy expensive. But um, the description of that said it's in the same vein as prison movies such as Scum. Well, that's... <laughs> that's an amazing... Nonsense. That's an amazing comparison. <laughs> Google's cult prison movies, Scum. This is like Escape from Alcatraz and Scum. <laughs> Remember that bit in Scum where um, <laughs> Ray Winston turns into the Oh, Hulk? yeah. I loved that part. <laughs> I could see Ray Winston as the Hulk. <laughs> Shall we talk about some of the uh, mental stuff? Because what was your favorite? Because I think my favorite is in the fight with um, the guy with the knife. And he, sews, he ties the uh, nerve endings on his arm back together. Oh, I do adore that. I, I, my favorite is honestly just him punching through people all the fucking time. <laughs> what big? Dragon. Yeah, he literally just <laughs> punching into people's stomachs and gutting them with his bare hands. It's like a good one, Ricky. <laughs> That's the moment you know what film you're yeah, watching. Yeah, exactly. That's like the first like, what the fuck is this? I think that's probably why. It's my favorite as well, because it's that initial, like, oh, fuck, excuse me. like. <laughs> and I love the, like, close-up of, like, his stomach and just all the, like, everything's just spilling out. Yeah, it's like, I don't think it can be understated how unbelievably gory this film is. Like, we we might be, like, sat laughing I, about it. I don't know if I've seen a gorier film. No, genuinely. Like, obviously it's not, like... Because it's all, like, really OTT. It- it's really OTT gore in that thing that Asian cinema does and that, you know, America, Kill Bill kind yes, of did. Yes, that Kill Bill did. And stuff like Tokyo Gar Police and shit f- like that. Like, exactly. Uh, this is the first um, Hong Kong film to get a Category 3 rating for violence instead. Because that was, like, for erotic films. But this is so violent that in 1991 they were like, okay, give this the porn rating because <laughs> we can't let kids watch this. Yeah. That's like an NC-17, basically, and stuff. Or, ah, like... That's, yeah, that's the Hong Kong equivalent yeah, yeah. Of, of an NC-17. Like, absolute insanity. Like, it's not just a Hong Kong Category 3 classic. It's sort of the Hong Kong Category 3 film. Um, it's, it's like, the staple of the genre. Like, you want something completely violent? Hit Ricky O, the story of Ricky Yeah, because it was, like, the first as well, wasn't it? So... How did you first hear of this? I have absolutely no idea. I know it was. I know it was you who introduced me to it. Yeah. It was. I have absolutely no. I think I saw the clip on YouTube um, of the English dub, where just the opening scene where it was like, the bullets are in there. It's like souvenirs, and I thought I got oh, yeah. this film. And then when I met you and everyone else, I was just like, "Hey, here's this mental Hong Kong film. I hear is meant to be quite yeah." Good. Because, like, I when we first watched this, had no idea what we were in for. We were just like, "This might be funny to watch as a group," 
And then I, I remember some of the ac- reactions, like when he jumped out of the ground after being under there for seven days. How we collectively <laughs> lost our shit was amazing. You said it at the time that it's called Ricky O because every five seconds you're going, oh! <laughs> yes, I literally did. I forgot I said that. I'm glad you remembered that. <laughs> it's so true, though. Like, we watched this and, like, Mothra and Miami Connection very close together. And I think of those... This is probably was the best group watch we did. Oh yeah, definitely. This is up there with like room level group watch and like room so overdone now. Like it, it's true, but yeah, this is like a Neil Bree. This is like that level absurd, like screaming everyone in the room losing their mind. But it's a good but- film that's got artistry behind it. Like you can watch it alone and just enjoy it as a film. Exactly. But it's just so. It's just the lack of logic. Like, stuff keeps happening that you're not expected to, and they keep upping just how insane it gets. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, the water's turned into the Hulk now, I guess. This is, we're doing this. Yeah, like, this film will just keep blowing your mind. Like, when he breaks the guy's lower jaw is is an, another amazing fan. <laughs> What's he called? The guy, like, uh, oh my God. Tarzan. Like, yeah, he just punches, like... <laughs> Half a person's head off. Yes, he does. That's when he um, when they like jumps out of the hole and then he punches his. Oh my god! And when 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 they, when they like gang of force like skin the mute fellow's face, it's like such a cartoony effect. It's just un- and it just happens all of a sudden, like instantly. It's so funny, and like the gore is just over the top enough that it there is, there is just a disconnect between the goriness and like your reaction because you're seeing these like horrendous shit going on and you're just like this is actually insane yeah like i, I love the because nothing has any consequence none of the violence has any consequence whatsoever. no that's the thing like people die and stuff but nobody gives a shit in the movie like it happens and you'll see it and then that's it like like oh someone's t- or like for ricky as well he's taken this fatal injury no he hasn't he's literally fine yeah that's very true ricky gets that's the thing, it's like, you're like, oh my god, he's indestructible, and he can't be hurt, and he does actually take some unbelievable things, and then he's just fine. Like, he gets shot so many times, and stabbed, and tortured, and it's like, <laughs> guy's fine. Like, <laughs> The warden was that weird gun that blows people up, and then he blows up Kim Jong-un. Yeah, he just blows him up, because he inflates him, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, just like a balloon. I'm surprised this film isn't bigger. Like, I'm surprised there isn't, like, a, a whole industry of YouTuber reacts to Ricky O. That's the thing I was going to talk about as well. Like, it, it's you look up this and it's like, oh, this film is considered a cult film and whatnot. But I've never, like, seen anybody really talk about it before. It's a film I have to beg people to see. It's kind of like um, The Green Slime, which I also love. And I have just no one, I keep talking to people and just, I'm like, no, 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 go watch this. It's just so good. And people are like, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll get around to it. You know, whatever. Like, why do you think that is? Is it the fact that it's a foreign language film, perhaps? And the so bad it's good stuff tends to always be confined to English. Yeah, I think that's probably a thing. And then, as you explained earlier, probably the poor dub has always put people off because of that as well. Yeah. Because I think until the um dvd release of this in the west so that's a lot of this film's lifespan only the dub was available oh well yeah that ex- that does explain a ton then i guess also like uh, you know the hong kong 
martial arts films, except for Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan, which really crossed over, there isn't, you know, it's an it's still a niche. That's true. It is probably still one of the most like niche genres in the in the West that a lot of people don't get hardcore into it. Like they'll know the big. I I've I've barely seen anything. I've seen like Enter the Dragon and. I feel like for most other genres, I have such a good priming on, but this Hong Kong, you know, martial arts films, I just don't. Exactly, like, obviously we see ourselves as very big film people, and I've not watched anywhere near enough martial arts stuff, like all the Jackie Chan drunken master and stuff like that, but that's about it. Like The director of this initially worked for the Shaw Brothers studio, and, you know, you can, you can see this not just as a tradition of, like, gory Hong Kong Category 3 films, but as, you know, it's it's a it's a Hong Kong martial arts film at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, the fighting in it is fantastic as well. Like, it's really well done. And, like, clear, clearly, they're all, you know, the people in it are martial arts experts and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you always find people who love different genres, and I've never found a martial arts lover yet. Like, I want to meet some randomer at a party one time who's just like, oh, I know every martial arts film. <laughs> it's true, it's true. I would like, uh, that's, that's a fair point. I think uh, one thing we've not talked about yet is um, the sets. They're garbage, and I kind of like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, you talked about it with, like, the... Uh, Everything is playing, and with the um, polystyrene graveyard, but it's like, everything is to that level of just plain well, walls. Like the walls are like, made of cardboard. Yeah, yeah. Like, and even before they just start punching through, like, how many times does Ricky just punch through a wall like it's just nothing? It's like... <laughs> like, he's in prison, and yet the walls are like... Like, you couldn't think of anything, like, less dramatic than making the walls in a prison movie just completely, you know, <laughs> punchable. It's literally the climax of the movie as well, him punching a wall and just saying, you're free. And then it just, just ends. Yeah, also, like, what? some of these people are in prison for bad things, right? Like... Like, and it just frees them all. Like, <laughs> 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 oh yeah, Riccio's kind of a, a dick. Yeah. Like, I don't, I get that it's supposed to be this paragon of good, but then he just frees every prisoner at the end. Like, <laughs> no, no, maybe he punched all the bad prisoners by that. Point. Yeah, it, it did kill all of the ones that seem to be doing bad things. <laughs> he doesn't want to kill though. Oh no. It, it just brutally kills constantly. <laughs> <laughs> He'd rather be playing the flute, but people people just keep attacking him. That's true. It is their fault that they do keep attacking him in this movie. Like, Riccio is perfect self-defense guy. <laughs> Did you know that uh, the person who plays the assistant warden, uh, Mi Sheng Fan, is actually the father of the guy who plays Ricky, Shi Wong Fang? I, no, I had no idea, really. <laughs> It just makes it even funnier. That does have a, a whole layer of With his, and also hilarious the, just to everything. I like how the assistant warden just wonders about the prison and like is egging on fights and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like a whole... Well, it's like the people who run the prison are fucking horrible people and that's the whole thing and the warden's just the Hulk and selling drugs and shit. But... With his weird fucking kid played by an adult. <laughs> forgot about that actually it's it's so weird this is just i mean yeah 
this doesn't really compare to anything we've talked about or many things we possibly could even talk about or many films in general. It's such a unique film and that's why it's, its cult status is just so firm. Yeah, I think that is true. It's so unique. Like, I was thinking of how the hell do you get this across of what this film is and I think you just can't. Like, you have to just see it. Yeah, you have, you have to be like, it's a insane martial arts film that will just, just yeah, get friends round have a few drinks go scream at the television for an hour and a half yeah exactly like i think that everyone will like this film. yes that's the thing as well the the most accessible film we've talked about easily unlike probably ever will be maybe it's maybe it's i mean yeah if you don't like gory films i don't know if this is the one for you but it's even still it's just so nothing matters that like like none of none of it's got like sadistic or anything because there's no consequence to anything. It's just like mindless gore effects. Like someone's had his arm punched off, but it's just a cartoon. It's a comic book. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, exactly. It means nothing. It is quite a bit like um bad taste actually, but then that still has way more consequences and everything than than this does. You would just you would never get an American film like this oh, God, ever. No. It is not oh in the my culture. God, no. Like this is very, very Hong Kong as well. Very Asian S like I think that basically kinda counts as final thoughts, unless there's anything more you want to no, say. No, I think that kind of sums it up. Just watch this film with people. Like <laughs> go do it now. Watch like... it with people. It's great. I mean, also, like, if, if you had just stayed on and he didn't care about the spoilers, we've still not really ruined any of it for you. Like, you work out very quick there's no logic to this film, so that's all you really need to know. Exactly, this film is great, and just just watch it. Like, it's batshit insane, and you'll love it, no matter what. <laughs> so, um, in order to, like, completely <laughs> contrast uh, this week with next week, uh, we've gone from this, whatever this is, to uh, we're watching a cult uh, German, or I think I think West German, still at that point, film, uh, Christiana F, about uh, teenage heroin addicts, and it's really, really, really uh, grueling and realistic, and it's the opposite yes, of this I movie. Yes, I can't wait to be depressed. It's a great film. <laughs> it's really depressing. Um, so many people, you know, this film gets constant praise. Um, there is an Amazon, a new Amazon original show based on this, um, but we're just watching the original film, as it were, so... Go watch it. It's a really yeah, good Yeah, I've not seen this one yet, so I'm prepared to be depressed and talk about it's, it. You're so... going to love it. It's depressed and it's gritty and it's it's really good and I'm excited to rewatch it again. Amazing. All right. Uh, so we'll see you next yep, week. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Extreme Cinema Podcast with Alexander Sternberg and Dom Loach. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing as it really helps us out. The original artwork for the podcast was done by George Arnold. The Extreme Cinema Podcast... Available where all good podcasts are available.